This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Donald Trump, according to senior aide, I believe it's Kellyanne Conway, but Donald Trump has said that he will not pursue the criminal case against Hillary Clinton, that that is going to be off the table now. Ooh, some of you are probably a little annoyed about this. Others of you will think it's a good idea. I think we should spend some time together talking about the pros and cons of doing this, or I should say really not doing this, meaning deciding to not continue the prosecution against Hillary Clinton. I was a very early and vocal, um, not just critic of this whole thing, but I was telling everybody who would listen, I would go on CNN where I was a contributor. I would say, look, uh, I had a TS clearance. I, I know the laws about this stuff pretty darn well. And there's no way what Hillary Clinton did in any way, shape or form would just be sort of let go if we were talking about somebody who wasn't a Clinton. There's just no way. Wouldn't happen. And of course, early on, it's like, oh, that's just conjecture from you, sir. You don't really know. And there's no classified. Okay, there is classified. Well, it wasn't Mark classified. Actually, it was Mark classified. Oh, she didn't know about it. Actually, she did know. Oh, you get dizzy with all the lies. I feel like that's actually a Clinton strategy, right? If they throw enough lies at you, it's sort of like being in the batting cage and just everything, you've got a few of them firing at you at once and you can't handle it. Uh, I haven't been in a batting cage in a while. It used to be kind of fun. So Trump is saying he won't go after Hillary. A couple of things about this. On the, I like, let's start with the why this might upset some people. The first thing is that Trump was talking a lot during the campaign, as I think he should have, about how what Hillary did was very illegal, very wrong, and how there would be accountability, how if you voted for Donald Trump, he would actually try to find some way. He would find some means of holding her accountable through the law. And we knew that there was all kinds of funky stuff going on. Not funky like dance party, but funky like, hmm, that's not right. Uh, the head of the FBI went ahead of the Department of Justice. They make the decision about prosecuting or not prosecuting the head of the FBI went ahead and said that no reasonable prosecutor would bring charges. Shouldn't we have heard from the prosecutor? In this case, it would have been from Loretta Lynch or one of her top officials, one of those who works for her at the DOJ. But no, it was Comey who went out. After Loretta Lynch had sat on that plane on the tarmac with Bill to talk about her, you know, talk about the future of stuff. And they sat down, they had this discussion it all looked so bad. It looked terrible. Meanwhile, Trump is chanting, lock her up. His supporters are chanting, lock her up. This became one of the sort of rallying cries of the campaign. Lock her up. Could they? If you had appointed a special prosecutor, is it likely, is it possible? Well, is it possible first? How about that? And then is it likely that there could be criminal charges brought against Hillary Clinton for what she did? A direct and clear reading of the statute would be yes. Now, what would the guidelines say about this sort of thing? She'd probably take a plea deal. 
I think it's unlikely, even if she were a non-Clinton, that she would go to jail, probably pay a large fine, have a number of years of um, uh, number of years of probation, and never hold the clearance for the rest of her life. And if she were also a non-political person, meaning if she just worked for an intel agency or a military uh, branch of the military, she would be fired. But that's probably what would happen. But Trump and his supporters were chanting, lock her up. At least the implication there is, well, there should be a full-fledged investigation absent the sort of politics that bails the Clintons out time and again, whether it's Bill or now Hillary. Some could argue that this was a promise that was made. This is on the negative side. And I think that there are going to be those in the Trump camp or those who supported Trump all along who see this and say to themselves, is this the beginning of the waffling, the wavering, the undulating with the political winds? Is, is this going to be a moment in time when all of a sudden we realize, oh, Trump was saying that stuff to get elected, but he didn't really mean it? Is this a broken promise? I don't think we should go that far. But I don't know. And everyone's entitled to their opinion on this one. But on the negative side of things, you have that. One, a, a seems to be sort of a broken promise from Trump. And then also justice. Hillary did things that are in clear violation of federal statute. Those of you listening who have had a security clearance or have a security clearance worked in the national security side of things, whether military, intel, or any of the jobs where you'd have to have a clearance. You know how crazy those rules are, how strict they are. And you probably think to yourself, no, she should just be held accountable. Rule of law is rule of law. Rule of law doesn't mean exceptions for people based upon how important they are to one political party or another, how connected they are, how much strife it will cause within our political discussions if they're actually held to account with the law. So you probably think that a special prosecutor appointed by Donald Trump would be a good idea if you take that position. Now let's look at the other side of it for a moment. Because this is, this is pretty big. Because this means now that the Clintons are going to be able to sort of go off into the sunset. Uh, we'll see what the donations are like to the Clinton Foundation. I have a feeling that they're going to be plummeting dramatically over the next year or two. I also think that the speeches that Bill and Hillary will give will be at quite a discounted rate. They'll be uh, rock-bottom prices compared to what they were before, which will prove all of us who were saying that Hillary wasn't selling a speech, she wasn't selling wisdom, she wasn't even selling, or, and, and Bill, too, they, they weren't uh, selling the sort of gravitas that they give an organization. They were selling access, or at least the appearance of access, which is just as bad. Meaning the people buying it thought that's what they were buying. All right? You can't take money, you can't be a politician and take money from somebody and say, yeah, I'll make sure we pass that bill you want me to pass. Don't worry about it, I've got it covered. And then if the FBI is running a sting and you've taken that paper bag full of cash, you don't get to say, well, I wasn't really going to vote that way. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Come on. It's not how it works. So the Clintons get to continue on. I, I think that their brand is, their political brand is forever damaged by all of this. I don't think you can expect there'll be a Clinton dynasty that sort of continues on after this whole, remember, 
This is the second time Hillary's been the inevitable candidate. This is the second time the Clintons have had all of the media, all of the machinery behind them. They couldn't get it done either time. I mean, you know, to borrow from W, fool me once, can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. So now let's look at the, this is a good idea for Trump's side of the issue. And I will tell you, up for, to be upfront about it, I, I think it is. And I, and I know some of you, oh, I'm going to get some emails. I'm going to get some, uh, some Facebook messages from current or former military or intel. Some of my intel brothers inside Langley and other places. They're going to be mad at me for this one. I understand that. But let me make my case about why I think this is the right move for Trump. As long as you're okay with Trump kind of breaking his word on this one. Lock her up was just theatrics, I guess. Okay. It was just theatrics. Or maybe you just take the position that he looked at the facts and he's changing his mind based on the circumstances of today. That's usually what politicians do, by the way, when they want to change their mind about something. They go out and they tell you, you know, well, things are different now. Are they different because they are, because the politician wants them to be? Leave that to you. So by Trump not pursuing this, you have one, the possibility of unity. Do you buy that? Given that the Democrats are hellbent, it seems, on creating the perception that Trump is the sort of modern reincarnation of the either the KKK or the neo-Nazis or the, I, the alt-right neo-Nazi KKK consortium, whatever it is, they seem to be under the impression that they can convince it. If they just keep hammering this, they will convince Americans that that's who Donald Trump is, and so they stay on this, which makes it seem like unity is kind of a tough thing to pull off, right? It's one thing when you disagree on the top marginal tax rate. It's one thing when you disagree with how to handle ballooning entitlement spending because of the uh, baby boomers. And you can disagree on that and still sit down and be friends at the end of the day. And I, I hope that that's where we actually get in our politics. It's a whole nother situation, though, when one side is just pointing a finger at the other side and saying, you support somebody who's morally the equivalent of a KKK member, maybe not actually in the KKK, but somebody who's really, really bad. It's tough to sit down with them and say, yeah, let's have a, let's have a civil discussion about all of this. But unity... If you're looking at reasons for why Trump would decide not to pursue charges, and this is just breaking now, not to pursue charges against Hillary Clinton for what she did with her email. Oh, by the way, I believe also that means for what she did at the Clinton Foundation. That one's tough to take, too. Because the legacy of the Clintons, really, more than anything else, is going to be the creation of a vast international enterprise under the guise of a charity that was really using charity as a front for creating a tremendous amount of political clout and brand value and cronies getting all sorts of payoffs and money and paying salaries and building an enterprise that is really a for-profit under the guise of a non-profit, a for-profit for the Clintons the end goal of which was not just to make them rich, but also to make Hillary Clinton the president. So that's gone too. But okay, unity, that's one reason. Then there's another one, but this is sort of a contingent reason, right? So on the one hand, we've got, this is bad. Trump is breaking his word. Trump is 
also not pursuing justice. You can take that position by not going after Hillary with the special prosecutor in, uh, during his presidency. I guess we could also, by the way, just throw this out there just to make things really crazy. Uh, Trump could also change his mind on this. <laughs> he could, we, we had a couple of months, he could be like, yeah, you know, I've decided actually she's pretty bad. We're going to go for it. All right, but let's just assume that he's going to keep his word on this one or he's, this, this report is true. Then there's the possibility of just the Machiavellian side of this. Trump looks a bit magnanimous in the process, right? Maybe some people, there'll be some goodwill created here. Maybe it's a distraction for the Trump administration that actually realizes that they have a wide open field to do incredible things for this country. Got a Republican House, a Republican Senate, tons of Republican governorships, Republican state houses, wide open. He's made these promises. The people have spoken. We have voted. People want some of the stuff that Trump has said he would do to actually happen. Maybe he realizes that's much more important to many of us, to most of us, than settling a score with Hillary Clinton. And so by doing this, he looks sort of magnanimous in the process. And he looks like he's being gracious, gracious to the other side. Do I think he'll be rewarded by the other side for this graciousness? No, no, I I do not. I think that would be a naive point of view to take on it. But for those of fair mind, for those of open mind, for those who are willing to at least judge Donald Trump based on what he does now as president. I'd have to say that moving beyond the prosecution of Hillary Clinton, again, this sort of ties in for the purposes of unity, but it makes Trump look good. It'll make him look good. There's one more thing I just want to throw in there. He says he's not going to prosecute her, or he's not, I should say, continue the investigation. But if he appointed a special prosecutor, I mean, over 100 classified emails, I mean, this is not hard. They wanted to go after her. They gave her a special pass, created this, well, she didn't mean to, exception to a federal statute for which when you talk about the handling of classified information, there is no special, oopsies, oopsies, loophole. The other side of this is, what if he decides that he's going to pardon her? Now, sort of like a political endorsement that you didn't ask for, a pardon sticks to you no matter what. Hillary can say, well, I didn't want this pardon. Doesn't matter. He can say he's not going to investigate her, but just to be a super duper nice guy, he pardons Hillary Clinton for the email situation. Maybe just that, so that if people want to dig up some other stuff from the past, that's on them. But he pardons her for the email situation. Now you have the would-be standard bearer, or the former standard bearer and would-be president of the Democratic Party with a pardon for criminal activity on her record. Trump looks magnanimous in the process. Trump looks like he's trying to achieve unity. And anytime somebody brings up Hillary and the popular vote or Hillary and the left, they'll be like, Hillary's lucky that she's not walking around in an orange jumpsuit because did you hear about the pardon? A little Machiavellian. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep. And I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. 
and they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.